do you think that excuse me entertainers uh, rock stars musicians anyone who gets panties or bras thrown at them do you think that perhaps they ever uh uh the excitement wears off for a moment and they think oh fuck i hope i don't get pink eye Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Now, everybody, settle down. Settle down, now, ladies and gentlemen. Settle down. Welcome to 1990-what? I am your host, Michael Joseph. And I'm Adam Michael. Adam you never did I, did I cut in never for you? <laughs> introduce yourself on the show. That is my fucking job. I thought I'd mix it How, up tonight. No, no. I'm gonna be mixing I don't up like a lot it. of things, Mike. You better be ready. I don't I don't I'm keep you on your toes. I, I feel terrible now. I feel so we, terrible. Do we need to start over? I'll no. do it again. I don't wanna I don't wanna relive that. No. Now what I was saying earlier is um <clears throat> It's entirely entirely possible that a uh, an excited female or male right, might right. toss their undergarments on stage to Filthy someone that they admire. Now it was said that the Beatles, um, after the after the show, when the crowd would disperse, the people cleaning up would notice a huge amount of urine. Oh, that was uh, on on the floor and the smell of urea. Yes, oh, that no. was huge. Um, the the boots stomping in it, getting like the dirt mixing in with the urine. It was a disgust. And look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I know that that's gross. I, I really don't mean to be um, horrendously disgusting, but it is a true story. So I'm wondering, like, if if because you know you see those, um, you know those clips of people and they're getting like panties and bras thrown at them. Um, but you know, like, say a, a you know a, a pair of panties hits you in the face. Uh uh-huh. and it's and it gets little, in your eye a little bit urine. Yeah, there's a little bit of you know a little bit of this of is the pee this is a pretty gross conversation of the poo poo <laughs> and it gets into <laughs> your system your your tear duct so plugs up you know I just I just want to I just you know disclaimer you come for, down with some conjunctivitis disclaimer for rock stars um watch out for uh, well, dir- I mean, dirty panties dirty and, job but somebody's got to do yeah. it. That was that was okay, Adam. That was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the wind here in Texas. We are, we are at my place. We are in Fort Worth, Texas, and the wind here is fucking crazy. Yeah, you it's may, crazy. You may hear it. You might hear it. It's yeah. whipping around right outside the window here. So. Yeah, it's crazy. There's um, it's very loud. It sounds like my dryer is on all night because there are signs around here that are not really uh, held together well so they shake and they rattle like your dog is staring at the door yeah she's she's flipping out she freaks out about everything stevie come here come here folks i i have a a, a dog she's a uh, border collie chow mix she um she's a rescue i think that she was abused uh, as a as a younger dog because she has a horrible fear of everything really everything uh, it's very hard to take her on walks. When we first got her, um, we would have to pick her up 
and walk her down the stairs and outside because she wouldn't she wouldn't budge she would not budge and she would always speaking of pee she'd kind of she'd piss herself before Mm. Uh, that didn't last very long but the carrying down the stairs and having to pick her up and literally carry her outside to do that no no but that lasted longer than her uh peeing so that was um it was um it was tough especially yeah yeah no it was but no it's good now very nice dog she's a good dog yeah but she is still terrified of everything and everyone uh but she warms up quick. She warmed up to you in like an hour. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. You know, she's always because you've been here before. This is not the first time we've we've done the show here in Fort Worth. Um. Anyway, the win. Uh, Adam, how are you doing? How's your week? Oh, pretty good. Things are going well. Um, not much to report, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Doing good. How about you, Mike? Uh, today, this week how how was your birthday? It was. It was my birthday on Friday. Uh, it was good. It was. Uh, I worked. Um, I worked at my job. People were asking me why I was working. Um, I've had several birthdays in my life, a bunch of them, and so mm-hmm. I didn't really care about you, having you've the day. You accumulated some birthdays. It wasn't really uh, that you big didn't of like a deal. Take time off and no, I, and and that's stupid to me. Like people, hey, it's my birthday. I'm gonna maybe. Like, dude, don't you have like a designated day off during the week? Maybe I've got two of them, and uh, well, if you do, why not make it your birthday? Yeah, it's true. Well, people, you know, I don't my know. days off are just the weekends, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I usually work unless my birthday happens to fall on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, no, I mean it. It's uh, you know, I have a job to do, and so I did it. And but then I went and saw my parents and. You know, it was cool. We hung out and we ate a lot of food. Did he go to Cheesecake Factory? No, although that was my favorite <sighs> restaurant for the longest time. We used to go there every birthday. Every single I birthday. went a couple times with you and your yeah. family. Yeah. They, uh, I always would get chicken and biscuits. and uh, I would get that portobello mushroom burger. Oh, shit. That, yeah, I think it's yeah. really good. It's yeah, that's good. good. It's a good burger. I, but yeah, dude. Um, no, it's cool, man. It was... Uh, turned i guess i won't say how old i am uh, he's getting up there yeah people is it's it's the first year i tell people how old i was and like, oh wow dang man he's almost older than me i'm almost older than you no you're younger than me by like a year and a half yeah yeah so i'm 33 oh uh, so you said it <coughs> yeah yeah i'm, I'm 30. 34 i'm 33 um and a half yeah, no, it's 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 people like wonder what it what it's like. Uh, it, for those of you that are younger, it's a uh, it's it's totally gonna like you're gonna turn like twenty seven or twenty eight, uh-huh. and it's really just gonna kind of all feel the same. Yeah, well, I mean, there's the big three. Yeah, yeah. Big... When you turn to thirty, that that's a big one. But it's just kind of the number. You 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 yeah. notice that it's kind of the same. I don't think that things will really change until maybe thirty eight. Or 39. One thing I've noticed that people like is when you're 34 and you, you say that you're 34 and a half. Um, people tend to think you're pretty smart and intelligent if you do something like that. So what? That's, that's what I'm going to do from now on, you know. 34 and a half. I don't get it. I don't know either. It's, there's not much to get. Oh, okay. It's just kind of a lame thing do, to do. Can and I do if that? He's, well, not yet. You, I, well, you I just can't be 33, 33 and a half. Well, not, I mean, in about six months, around my birthday, 
you can start saying that. Well, remind me. Okay, you got it. I don't want to forget. Well, would you like to remember the year 1996? Let's talk about 1996. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go through the sorting hat. Are we going to do, what are, what are we going to do? You Normal know what? Thing? I thought we would just kind of go through here pretty quickly, pick things out, and talk about everything that's left in here without spending too much time on it. Uh-huh. Kind of a lightning round to empty out this sorting hat because I thought everything in there this week was pretty cool. What, what so, What's the category? I've got all the movies and video games combined in here right now. So let's, let's do just, it. Let's just see what you get. All right. First one. Pulling out. Uh-huh. <clears throat> that thing you do. Dude, I have oh, been, interestingly enough, been listening to that song for some reason. Did we already talk about it? No. No, that's amazing. That is incredible. I've been I've been looking this up and listening to it, watching really? clips from the movie. Yeah. Dude, it's one of my favorite movies. Like, I love this song. And I love the movie, yeah. It's on my top ten list. Um, Tom Hanks wrote oh, directed yeah. it, starred in it. It's about a, a band in the sixties trying to make it. Became a one hit wonder. In fact they were called the Wonders. Yeah. The Oneaters. That thing you do. Oh, there's a great scene in this movie where they first hear this song play on the radio. And they all flip out, excited, happy, running around town, screaming, clapping their hands. And, uh, oh, yeah. It all culminates at Guy, the drummer's dad's electronics store. Anyway, that thing you do, great movie, 1996. So awesome. You, I love that song. If you don't know it, haven't seen it. Check it out. Check that shit out. Fucking awesome. Here my hand goes into the thing, and I have picked Super Mario 64 and Mario Kart 64. Ladies and gentlemen, I hold... I, I, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. If there's anyone out there that can beat me at Mario Kart 64, I'll give you $50. Whoa. I, I, I doubt you can. I bet you cannot beat me. No one can. Mario Kart 64. Is that is that the best Mario Kart game? I, I completely think it is, yes. Super Mario Kart was perfected in Mario Kart 64. What about, uh, what about Mario 64? Oh, dude, this song. Yes. We got some uh, Mario Kart 64 going on here on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, so you just, your Mario character in a little go-kart racing go-kart, around yep. and shooting turtle shells at your fellow racers. Yeah, there were all kinds of little weapons that you could get and use. Um, I am I love that game. I'm really good at it, and I love it. And no one can beat me. Fucking nobody. Unbeatable. I'm unbeatable. Huh, who do you usually play with? Princess Peach. Oh, you're a Peach guy. Oh, yeah, I'm a Peach. Yeah, I, oh, I'm. Right. I am. I am the queen. Well, the princess. I'm. I am. I'm you're, the queen. You're the princess. Oh, dude. If I'm, she were a queen, her title I, would be Queen Peach. Uh, well. Am I wrong? Pretty sure Bowser ate her mother, <laughs> and so now she is the queen. 
And uh, Mario 64. The, the yeah, that game, I'm game. actually not familiar. That fam I played it a few times, and I loved it. There's this but I, one I didn't play it that much. There's this one thing where you're swimming underwater. There's this, uh, like, eel with yeah. a terrifyingly scary 3D face. And uh, it, it still scares me to think about that. Damn. This day. That's right. crazy. So that's Mario Kart 64 slash Mario 64. Amazing. What else we got here? Amazing. I have picked. I am choosing. I am pulling out. Holy fucking shit. I've seen this movie in theaters more than any other movie I've ever seen in theaters. Independence Day. Independence Day. ID4. I sometimes watch the clip of the president's speech because of how rousing it is. It is. Inspiring. It is it'll, one it'll of the most to do inspiring speeches. Can you quote any lines from it? Good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft fighters from all over the world will be conjoining on, I forget, and you will be a part of the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind, that word should have new meaning to us by now. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen. We can't be confined by our petty differences anymore. They say perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. And you will once again be fighting for our right to live, fighting for our freedom, for our right to survive. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as the day that the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly through the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Oh my gosh. Good job, Mike. I, I, I fumbled up a few of them, but I think I got... A little bit here and there, <laughs> I'm sure, but that was awesome. You, you captured the spirit of Independence Day. Good job, Mike. I'm inspired. I'm inspired to see what else is left in this sorting hat. It was an amazing movie. Amazing movie. Welcome right. to Earth. There's about, let's see... There's uh, there's two more things to pick out of here. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've got it. Let's see. Tomb Raider. Ooh, oh, big Tomb titty Raider. Tomb Raider. Another great video game. I didn't play it much, but man, she was hot. Tomb Raider. Um, Lara Croft? Lara Croft. Extremely yes. beautiful animated woman. Yeah, PlayStation 1, um, you were like an archaeologist, Indiana Jones type, except you were a, you know, a, a hot British girl, I believe. Super hot. With two guns. Two of them, two Berettas. But she had like holsters strapped onto each hip. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, she was fine as hell. Well, she was, uh, she was pixelated, you know, she was. Yeah, it was awesome. She perfect. Was, she was perfect. She was not real was in perfection, any way. Perfection. Um, 
These women are trying to achieve. I, I had a Tomb Raider on on the uh, you know we for a very short time had a working PlayStation. Then it broke and we never got it fixed. Oh. And uh, but we had a PlayStation or we had a a startup disc or something like that, like a sampler disc of games, and Tomb Raider was on yeah. there. And I, I think you can only play a couple levels, but I I played them a lot. And I think I rented it from Blockbuster and and uh, played through a lot of it. I don't think I beat it, but I don't know. We got some cutscene or something going on. All right, what else do we have? The last thing in the sorting hat. In the sorting hat, I have got it, and it is holy shit! This movie. Oh my god. Twister. Oh, Twister. Yeah, let's play that song. (laughs) Yeah, man. Absolutely. Dude, yeah. The movie that has proved you can run from an F5. You can run from it. You can get away on foot. No problem. Even if it's like 10 feet behind you. This is Van Halen. Humans being. Is this the song you were just. don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, we'll just play it and find it. They had a couple Van Halen songs on this. Uh, Dude, soundtrack. 1996 was great. We talked recently about an Eric Clapton song that found its way onto this. Movie, oh, Motherless really? Child. Twister. I still get the hankering to put this movie on when it's dark and stormy out Dude, here in yeah. North Texas. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we get that kind of weather in it. Oh, yeah. We no, used to watch it all yeah. the time. We had it on VHS. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Twister is an amazing movie. I gotta be honest, I, I don't really recognize this. Yeah, I don't know if this is it or not. Um, but you know, whatever. It's the song we're playing. I think this is it. There it is. Yep. My brother Jake would have known he loves this uh, soundtrack. Yeah. All right. So that. There was like Shania Twain and yeah, all kinds of great stuff. Deep Purple. M- remember Dark the. It, it's Soul just so, so great. Yeah. yeah man, um, like all the tornado scenes and. The scene at the drive-in with the shining on the big screen. Oh yeah! And then it, the tornado comes and tears up the uh, the screen, and it's projected onto the tornado for a brief moment. Oh man! The here's Johnny part. Yeah, very fitting. What yeah. was that like? An F four? Uh, F four. You know, I, I was trying. To if it, it if it had been that close to all those people. Every single one of them would would have been well, dead. Well, they got underground. Remember Dusty, Philip Seymour Hoffman's character? He came running out and got everybody underground. And oh, yeah. There's yeah, like some, some big building with a, 
with a safe space. Yeah, no, no, they would they would have all been dead. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you're no. probably right. Yeah, good movie. Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton. Oh man, Bill Paxton. Yes, Helen Hunt. Yeah. The Dot yeah. Three versus Dorothy. Oh, uh, I remember before that movie came out, like it was, it was, it was pretty hyped. You know, it was like huge, the no, big, it was huge hype, huge the, hype. The big uh, special effects blockbuster of the of the summer. Oh man, it was awesome. Yeah, movie was amazing. I loved it. Still love it. All right, are you ready to get into the songs, dude? The yes. top twenty mainstream rock songs from this week in nineteen. 96. Nice. Last week we went from 40 to number 21. Cool. Tonight we're going. It was a very interesting night. Very interesting night. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to know what number 20 is. Number 20 is Melissa Etheridge with Your Little Secret. Off the album of the same name. I know what you're thinking, baby. I used to be just like you. You move when she's not looking, baby. One sugar ain't enough for you, but you. You're taking out your nose. You're burying your bones. I, I like Melissa I just recently saw her on Sunday Are you singing serious? the national anthem for the uh, Chiefs Patriots game. Wow. I spent 14 weeks on this chart, peaked at number four. Nice. This album, Your Little Secret, went two times platinum. What do you think? Yeah, no, I've always liked Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. I like her song, Come to My Window. Yeah, that, that, that's a great that song. Awesome. Also, there, there, there was another one, too. Another big hit. Uh, the only one? Yes, the only one. Yeah. Love that song. Really sultry voice. Yeah, I love her voice. Let's give this a chorus its due. Generic sounding this one. You know, yeah, a little bit. It's I mean, not, I don't, I don't hate it though. No, I still I don't, don't, I don't hate, hate it. And I, 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 I mean, I like, I like Melissa. I, I just, I can't say anything bad about her. She's great. So just doesn't stand out as much as uh, some of her more well-known songs. No, no. Yeah, this this is not as good as the other ones. That was number 20, Melissa Etheridge from the two-time platinum album of the same name, Your Little Secret. 
Okay, now this one I've kind of been waiting for. Um, when we when we first started the podcast and we were talking about things, I kind of said to you that I wanted a, the theme song to kind of have a hook like this song has. Holy shit. Yeah. And you delivered, I must say. Thanks, man. Yeah, I like our theme song. This is Space Hog with In the Meantime at number 19. This song is fucking awesome. Dude, it's just awesome. This is quintessentially 90s. Yeah. Oh, my God. And what I mean when I say that, you, you can hear like a... A radio station having a TV commercial for the station. And if it's a nice station, you hear this. Right here. Dude, it's all about that part. You're not wrong. It really is. Thirty-two weeks on this chart, including four weeks at number one. Oh my god, I love this song so much. Listen to that fucking awesome bass line. From their gold debut album, Resident Alien. Space Hog was a band full of British guys, but they formed in New York City. Nice. New York. Who this was until I don't know three or four years ago when I was putting together a 90s playlist on my phone. Yeah, and uh, I sought this one out. I, I knew the sound of it, but I didn't know what it was called. And eventually, I found it somehow. But it's just one of those. I don't know. It just has such a a feeling that you got from the music of this time. No, dude, yeah. But, um, you know, after after the whole, you know, Seattle grunge uh, thing, 
which is great. I mean, there was so much amazing stuff. But I do think that, like, you know, alternative music, you know, rock and rock music, um, it did get a little bit happier sounding. Yeah. It, it got more fun, you know. You know what's you know, there, there was some there was, some, there was just something like playful that started happening. Yeah, in the mid to later nineties. This reminds yeah. me of uh, "I Walk Alone" by Oleander. Yeah, and that's a fucking awesome song. Not that it sounds like that, just kind of a similar feeling. Yeah, the, that same vibe. The happy. Th- these are the like, songs that they would yeah. play in nineties teen movies during the big party. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the big party where everyone's just hanging out, just kind of messing around. You know. And it's not like a douchey party, you know, like everybody's there. Like everybody from every clique is there. You know, because the only way Can't the party's really gonna, wait. Yeah, yeah. Like the only way the party's actually gonna be cool is is if everyone shows up. Like, that's a cool party when there's like hundreds of people there, all kinds of people. That's the kind of shit you wanna go to. Where it's just so big where it's like, dude, I didn't even meet I didn't even see everyone that was there. Would this song play at this party? This is Ozzy Osbourne with a song called Perry Mason. Oh, dude. Dude, I love this song. The the riff, the guitar riff in it is fucking awesome. Zach Wilde. We're about to hear that for real. I love, dude, fuck yeah. Here it is right here. Here's the riff. Oh, fuck. It's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, man, Zach Wilde. This is from Ozzy's seventh two-time platinum solo album, Osmosis. 23 weeks on this chart, peaked at number three, has number 18 today. Yeah, man, it's an awesome song. It's a really great I riff. I don't think I've ever heard that in my life. Dude, it's it's really cool. It's one of his better ones. 
Gotta admit, gotta admit my love for this song. Wait a second. 16 Stone didn't come out until 96. I think it came out in 94. What, what is this song doing on the charts? Is it just still on the charts? I mean, this is a great fucking song. I like, I like this song. Yeah, this came out December 1994. But I think this was a later single of the album. as a single in September of 95. Spent nice. 26 weeks on this chart. Peaked at number 2. 16 Stone went 6 times platinum. Yeah, dude. It's huge record. Yeah, a lot of big I, I, I like it. I, I still like that album. I, uh, I actually you know, heard... Machine Head on the way over here tonight. Yeah, still, yeah, still like that song. You know, people people say a lot of negative things about about Bush. Um, you know, them being a ripoff or whatnot. Yeah, they kind of get the, uh, good the Stone Temple Pilots kind of treatment. Yeah, I mean this song. This song is undeniably great. Yeah, it's a great song. Now, Machine Head is kind of a dumb rock song, but it yeah. sounds so great. It does. It sounds really good. Always just like this song a lot. Yeah. All right, number seventeen, "Come Down" by Bush. Oh, oh, oh. So, did this song just happen to survive for 
like three more years and be yes. on the charts or? so it was a uh, it was released kind of later in the album cycle it was released in september of 95 wow almost a year after the album came out and it was on the chart for 26 weeks dude so that's half a year crazy after that. and uh number cool. two was, i mean you're, you're right because it was a huge selling album it was a really really big selling record yeah, and there, there's the story um, of the two big British bands. A lot of people think about Blur ver- versus Oasis, uh-huh. or Oasis versus Blur. Well, here's there was actually at the time, you know, Oasis and Bush were blowing up at the same time. The uh, Bush was, you know, the grunge rock band from right. London. Oasis was the, uh, you know, just rock and roll band from Manchester. Um, and one of the reasons why it's believed that Bush actually retained and actually garnered even more success than Oasis in America especially is because when it came time to tour, Oasis uh, stuck to the to the West Coast and East Coast. They did not travel really any farther than that. They, they went through you huh. know, L.A. And, and, you know, all the West Coast, and they did the New York and, you know, West Coast thing. Bush, however, went throughout the Midwest. They went um, all over America, and um, they just dominated the states. Yeah, just do- and and so that's why I think they they continued to put out records that were selling really really well in did America. Did they come to Dallas? Oh sure, yeah. I'm, I'm almost positive. They did. I think even Oasis did that, but they don't. I mean, not much. O- Oasis kind of. Like, you know, what's the story? Morning Glory was a huge seller. But after that, they didn't really sell, you know, like five, ten million copies of their records. Where Bush continued to, like, Razor Blade Suitcase was a really, really, really good seller in America. And so were so were the rest, really. Where Oasis only kind of retained their, quote-unquote, Beatles-esque fame in, in the U.K. And, and around Europe. Wow. Uh, because they, they neglected you know, speaking of selling a lot of records, this next guy can boast that he has one of the biggest selling records of all time. Oh, we're about to hear Peter Frampton. No, we're not. We're about to hear a man called Don Henley. Oh, fuck. In a song called The Garden of Allah. Oh, my God, no. Don Henley, famously a member of Eagles. I'm so fucking angry right now. Oh, you want me to turn it up? Are you mad because it's too low? I hate it already. And I love some of Don Henley's songs. Did you say Collective Soul? He did, fucking asshole. Man, I don't like this. Yeah, this is terrible. I might be considered the Don Henley apologist on this show, and this is terrible. No, this is awful. I mean, Don Henley, and I've said it before, uh, he, he... He's had some really great songs, you know, his solo career and 
and the albums that he put out in the 80s, uh, Building the Perfect Beast and The End of the Innocence, whatever album The Boys of Summer was on. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got some fucking awesome songs. This is like... This is fucking oh. terrible. That the sounds, backup singer right there. I hate there. that. I hate that. Cheryl Crow. Really? Yep. Well, she's done better. So this was a new song from his greatest hits album called Actual Miles. And uh, this really sucks. You know? This is bad. Spent 12 weeks on the chart. Peaked right here at number 16. Who, who the fuck is this talking? This is terrible. I think it's Don. And I was summoned to the halls of power in the heavenly courts. And I dined with the deities. I think he's a... He's impersonating or playing the role of Satan, the devil. Hmm. Uh, I hate it. We're just gonna... Yes. Yeah, flush this shit down the fucking toilet. You might have a point about Don Henley, Mike. Yeah, uh, this song, yes. You might have. A I, point. I I have more of a beef with him as a person. Ah, Allison Chains. This is one of the most sludgy, sludgy songs. I mean, this is sludgier than the fucking show. Uh, Double Dare. Oh, when they white. When they Wade slime you. The green slime. Yeah. This is what that... This is, it sounds like that. If the sludge were black. Yeah. This this is what it sounds like when Hexus comes to destroy Fern Gully. Oh my gosh. I know, dude. My references are fucking on point When did tonight. I last <laughs> think of Fern Gully? The last rainforest. And yeah, here come the machines to destroy the forest and the fairies that dwell within. That guy with the cut-off sleeves. Yeah. Zach? I don't... I don't remember. You might be right. I have no idea. It's been a long time. So this is... From the two-time platinum self-titled third album, Allison Chains. 16 weeks, peaking at number seven. I actually like this song. I, I always appreciated the vocal harmony stylings of Allison Chains between Lane Staley and Jerry Cantrell. This is Grind at number 15. In the interest of time, I'm going to go ahead and fade it down. I mean, that's pretty much the song. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I, I, I like that one. There are several Alice in Chains songs I really like. And then some that I don't. They're just like fucking dirty. You're going to love this one. Uh-oh. Holy fuck. This band is right... They are from where we are right now. Fort Worth, Texas. They are from Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, yeah. This is Toadies with Possum Kingdom. I, I love this guitar lead. Oh, hell yeah. 
like his use of the whammy bar. Yeah. They played this on Saturday Night Live. Did they? They did. I think so. 35 weeks on the chart. Take number four. This is from their platinum debut album, Rubberneck. Yeah, dude. Fucking love the toadies. The pride of Fort Worth, Texas. You bought me this album. Oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know. You got me this. I think you got, uh, at the same time, Philip and ACDC High Voltage yeah. album. I think he was jealous that I got the toadies, to be honest. Yeah, well, Philip, there you go. It's likely that you will hear these shows eventually. And I gotta say, I apologize for the shit I've said. <laughs> he knows we love him. Yes, no, Philip, I, I miss you. I'm, I'm so sorry that I haven't uh, been to see you since I've been back. I really am. Like, I'm so sorry. We gotta get him on here. I know, man. We gotta get him on the show. We, we really do, dude. We gotta get him on this show. Really great song. Have we played this song before? <laughs> Probably. Dude, this was a big record. I think we might have. I honestly can't remember. It's, it's funny because people... Uh, being in Dallas-Fort Worth, everybody knows the Toadies. Yeah. But what people here don't, I think, realize is, is how much bigger they were. Lo- uh, you know, they were not just a big local band. This, this, this was an international group. I mean, they were, they were really big when this record... This was a very successful record for them. It was not just like... Sure, I mean, they, they, we heard the, these songs all the time, you know, on rock radio in, in Dallas, but it was like, nah, dude, it's, they're all over the place. It'd be like if you were from Houston and you heard ZZ Top on the radio a lot and you, and you were just like, oh, well, yeah, it's because they're from yeah, here. They're, they're local. Like, dude, so. are you kidding me? <laughs> no, dude, ZZ Top is a major fucking band. Number 13. Once again, Ozzy Osbourne. To see you on the other side. What? 19 weeks, peaked at number 5. Again, from Osmosis with Zach Wilde on guitar. Golden days are passing over. Yeah. I can't seem to see you, baby. Although my eyes are open wide. 
Mike, I, I just remembered something I wanted to say earlier about Tomb Raider. Oh no! <laughs> well, go ahead. The uh, I, I was watching King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a great show. Hank complains to uh, his friends, you know, Dale and Bill Boomhauer, that he saw Bobby playing a video game called Tomb Raider, and he was being a girl. <laughs> That's funny. Bobby. That boy Thank you, Mike Judge. Another Texas guy. Oh, that yeah. show is about a group of people in a Texas town. Fictional town of Arlen. Arlen, Texas. Stay away from McMainerberry. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you dare get your ass over <laughs> I'll there. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Fuck that place. That town ain't right. Hell no, it ain't. God damn it. Yeah, I don't like this song. I, it makes me just want to listen to Mama, I'm Coming Home. It's a ballad, you know. Yeah, Mama, I'm Coming Home something. is an amazing song. I'm trying to have some variety on did this you, album. Did you know that? Can't you let him? Yeah, it's just, a, no, I don't want to. No. Mama, I'm Coming Home is a way better song. And and Le- Lemmy Kielmeister helped write it. He said uh, that yeah. he, he made more money helping Ozzy Osbourne write that song than he did in the entire career Motorhead. Of, Mo- of Motorhead. Yeah, he made... Yeah, Silver Chair, I remember this. I actually really don't like this song, and I think it's extremely overrated. This is called Pure Massacre at number 12. By Silver Chair. From Frog Stomp. Bunch of 15-year-old Australian kids. Yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to love it. I really don't anymore. Even the song Tomorrow, fucking don't like it at all anymore. And I really hate, I really hate this shit. I fucking hate it. You need me to turn it up? Yeah, there's not enough. There's not a lot to like here. I don't. I don't like it. It's that I hate that. that, that, that like, it sounds like shit too. Yeah. Like that distortion. I don't like how the vocals are sitting on top of everything. Uh, I hate the vocal melody. I hate everything about this. It sounds like 15-year-old kids. It, it does. I hear your age. Stupid. Yeah. This shit sucks. Pure Massacre? Yeah, I fucking didn't like that at all. Pure Suckage? Yeah, it was fucking terrible, dude. Fuck you, Silver Chair. Fuck. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't you. hold it against no, them. fuck them. I do not dude, hold it I, I'm against pr- I'm probably going to grab another water. Are you going to... Yeah, you know what? Go ahead and grab me. You, gra- gra- you want to grab one? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, give me a sec. Give me a second. Seriously. I, well, just, just hit the pause button there. You, you want to hit the pause? All right, hold on. Hold on, folks. And we're back with water. In fact, let's celebrate by opening up our cans. Did you already do it? I already. I already oh, you already fucking did? I already popped mine. Here we mic. go. I'm going to pop mine. I'm going to pop mine. That's silver. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight for dinner, we decided to go to Jack in the Box. And Adam informed me. Hold on. Let me do this. Ah, second time. 
First time we've ever done this twice in one show. Um, mm. Blackberry citrus fa- flavor. Delicious. Um, we uh, we went to Jack in the Box for dinner tonight, and Adam informed me of the late night munchies menu. Now this let's, menu, let's call it what it is. It's it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a fucking menu for stoners. for weedos, weedos, and uh, degenerates that want to go to Jack in the Box late at night and order some pretty fucking insane shit. <laughs> now there was uh, what did I get? I can't even remember. That's how well, fucking. Well, I think it had like like a. Uh, it was a tater tot hash sandwich. brown kind of thing on it. Ch- chicken tater and queso. Yeah, and 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 bacon. It was it on a croissant. It was on a croissant bun, and I got a bag of mix and match fried chicken, curly fries, and um, regular fries. Adam got a breakfast croissant. Meredith got the chicken nuggets um, with curly fries, and they happened to throw in two of those. Extraordinarily greasy tacos that I haven't had. Yeah, that was weird. Quite literally, like over ten years, I haven't had that, and it was delicious. But my I leg, didn't like the taco. I loved it. I wish I had eaten both of them. My leg is now numb, and I'm about as thirsty as the fucking Sahara right now. Oh. So that's the reason for the next, uh, or for the for the second water. I absolutely had to fucking stop the show and do this. Is this ACDC? This is ACDC. It's immediately great. Sil- uh, silver chair. Take notes. Dude, yeah. Uh, it's just the fucking groove, man. This is called Cover You in Oil. From Ball Breaker. (laughs) Shit, dude. Like as generic as it sounds, and just so quintessential ACDC. Like a song like this, I wouldn't change the channel. I would leave it on. They're just like, yeah, I'm I'm getting what I want from this band. Yeah, they are giving me. They're totally delivering. They always deliver. And it's it's like it's not in a bad way, you know. Like, um, it's, it's like when people make fun of Holland Oates for their pop sensibilities it's just always the same kind of pop it's great the acdc man this is a classic rock and roll vibe they just deliver they boogie they could they will not let you down with it
Awesome. I, I got nothing bad to say about it. That is number 11. I mean, it's not my it's not my favorite ACDC song, but no. What is your favorite ACDC song? Oh shit, dude, that's a. I don't know. I mine is if and you want blood, you've dude, got it. I almost said that one. I almost Love said that, that one. song. I also like um, uh, shot down in flames. Oh uh, yeah, shot down in flames is really good. Um, man, if you want blood, you got it. Is yes. definitely in my top three. Man, it's hard um, to turn it down during an Angus Young solo. Oh yeah. All right, cover you in oil. Fifteen weeks on the chart, peaked at number nine. Dude, now I just want to listen. To if you got blood, if you want blood, you got it. That song is so fucking awesome. Holy shit. Oh my god. What what's next? Oh yeah. What's next? Oh shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Nineteen seven nine. Dude, this is such a fucking classic. It's unbelievable. Smashing pumpkins. One of the greatest fucking bands, man. Oh, Andrew Savage texted me on my birthday. Fucking classic, man. I love this shit so much. You say Andrew texted you? What did he say? Yeah, he said, happy birthday, dude. And, and speaking of Smashing Pumpkins, he, he was like, dude, listen to 33. Oh, yeah. And I told him, dude awesome idea and I was like man you guys the last part that chords record it's fucking amazing and I do I, I think they're just getting better and better yeah I saw them on several year end lists yeah man now they're just fucking killing it melancholy from the infinite sadness the epic double album from the smashing pumpkin Diamond Seller. Diamond Seller. Rightfully so. The ambitions of Billy Corgan were realized on this double album, and his genius was magnified, and I think was perfected. Siamese Dream was the beginning of the triumphant uh, reign of Billy Corgan and the Smashing Pumpkins. I mean, Gish. Gish is great, too. Also, yeah, really good. Really, really good album. Uh, This... um, this has such an amazing array of incredible sounds, incredible songs. There's some shit that's so fucking heavy you can't even understand it because of the Fender Blender, which was a pedal that um, Corgan used, which really just emoted aggressive noise. You couldn't even understand the notes. Well, this song, one of my favorite pumpkin songs. Absolutely. 26 yes. weeks on this chart. Including two weeks at number one. Absolutely. Went to number 12 on the Hot 100. I love this part. I love this part. Did we say that this is from their third album, Melancholy Infinite Sadness? 
got some nommies here. Oh, yeah. Record of the year. Best rock performance. MTVMA. Best alternative video. 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins. What a great song. What a great feeling it gives. William Corgan. Absolutely. No, that that is one of the most feel-good songs. Um, I just love everything about that song. Ah, man. It's it's perfect. It Uh, is. It's perfect. It's essential. Oh, God. Here we have Kenny Wayne Shepherd with Deja Voodoo. Oh, I hear this guy's a real asshole. At number nine. I've never really heard much about him. He was 18 years old when this came out. This is from his platinum debut album, Ledbetter Heights. Have you ever heard this song? No, not as good as Steve Ray Vaughan. Yeah, it's an easy blues lick. That was also, yep, yeah, also very easy. Yeah, I could play this fucking shit right now, dude. Mm. Yeah, no. I mean, he was 18. Yeah, no, I know. I could do this shit when I was 18. Adam? <laughs> he, was, he was 18. Yeah. He was doing it. He was living yeah, the dream. Yeah, he's, uh, he's being a really great copycat right now. Oh. Yeah, ugh, no. That lick sucked. Turn on his finger blender. No, man, this is not. No. No. Oh, it, they're singing. Yeah, that's not Kenny, that's some other guy. I don't like it. I don't fucking don't like it at all. I hate, Sorry, I hate that new age blue like Yeah, I hate it had that, that shit. kind of like you know uh, new blues kind of yeah, feel to God, it. God, that shit sucks so fucking bad. Ugh. It's fucking just dis- devastatingly dis- The world is a vampire. Yes. Another masterpiece from the masterpiece. It's amazing they have two songs this close to each other. Number 10 and number 8. That's why this album went diamond. This is one of the greatest, heaviest choruses. It's won the Grammy for Best Hard Rock Performance. Here we go,
yeah. Oh, man. My brother Matt and I had seen the video on MTV and Light singing that rat in the cage line. Bullet with Butterfly Wings by the Smashing Pumpkins. 25 weeks on the chart. Peaked at number four. Fucking awesome. Noise, quintessential noise. Fucking awesome. It, it's it's cool too. It's, it's about to like come down. It's like one of the best parts of the song. Yeah, right here. This is great. This is fucking great. Play that arpeggio. Nice contrast. Oh, that's awesome. Someone will say what is lost can never be said. Greatness. Fucking incredible, incredible piece of aggression. Dude, that is such a great song. Shit, that's such a fucking good song. So so hard. I'm so happy. Yeah, that shit. Uh, man, I feel great. Just really went. Uh, you know, Kenny Wayne Shepherd. God, that was like it's like a shit stain. It's like it's like a, I'm on a I'm on a great date, and then mm-hmm. Kenny Wayne Shepherd. I shit my pants, but then someone's like, "Oh, it's okay, man. I got I got you an extra extra pair of everything you need. You can clean yourself up." That's what that that's what uh huh. that bullet uh well then, then what 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 is this in that scenario? Honestly, I fucking love this song. I think this is a beautiful song. I, Dude, fuck yeah, dude. Turn this shit turn this shit up. Yeah. This is name by the Goo Goo Dolls. I never said I have always loved this song, honestly. Dude, have you ever broken a string trying to get to this alternate tuning? No, I just learned how to do it in standard tuning. Because I'm really good. You can't get that sound in standard tuning. No, we all, you, well, you also need seven other guitars to make it sound as big as it is. But actually, if you get to this tuning, and it's hard because the first string and second string are both turned tuned to E, it sounds really cool. I haven't done it in a long time, but uh, I used to play this all the time. Yeah, man, I love this song. 
26 weeks on this chart, peaked at number one for five weeks. And their two-time platinum fifth album, A Boy Named Goo. It only sold two million records. I thought a song like this would sell way more than that. Well, I don't think they had any other big hits on here. Hmm. I mean, I think Dizzy Up the Girl went crazy with songs like Iris and Slide. Yeah. But also, it's funny you, you mentioned that because Walmart stopped selling this album for a time because some people don't like the cover art. There's like a a young naked kid on the front. He's got blackberry juice on his face and people thought it was blood. Huh. Seven beautiful little song name by the yeah. Goo Dolls. Great song. Re- I really, really like that song. Still like it. Great fucking song. It's like a symphony of acoustics. Here we have Tom Petty in the Heartbreakers. Really, number six. Waiting for tonight. You're about to hear but some backup singers. The Bengals. The only one really? Who really cared about me. Hmm. The only one without an angle. For so long I've been lonely. Now I'm too weak to fight. I've been waiting for tonight. I've been waiting for tonight. Susanna Hoffs, Debbie and Vicky yeah, Peterson, Sweet dude. Michael Steele from the Bengals. Lucky just to have a place to go. Yeah, my nerves were feeling From the playback box set. Fifteen weeks on this chart, peaked here at number six. I mean, any Tom Petty song is going to make me feel good. How do you like it? You know, it's not my favorite, but I'm still a fan. Got a little Mike Campbell going on here. Yeah, I think it's cool for what it is, you know? They had... It was a huge box set, like six discs. Yeah. This is one of the discs of uh, previously unreleased stuff. Cool. The Bengals are awesome. Susanna Hoffs. Yeah, I like Great the singer. Songwriter. Yeah. 
Waiting for Tonight, number six. You're going to know this song. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah, more Bush at number five with Glycerine. Again, um, this is also on 16 Stone, right? Yeah. God. That album is a fucking survivor. 26 weeks on this chart. Not, not, really, just not really a survivor, but a thriver. Because surviving would be like, ah, just, it's, you know, it won't go away. Yeah. But it's like, well, no, it's not that it didn't go away. It, it, it's fucking exploded. It did a lot more than survive. Yeah, it had some this VMA nommies too. Yeah, this, this is another song that I, I, I still like. I still like this song. Yeah, man. The song has allusions to both the Beatles and Creedence Clearwater Revival. It's about strawberry fields, bad moods. This is one of those yearners. Oh, yeah. The human spirit. The human spirit. Dreaming. Achieving. Which is it? It's funny you mention that. Every time I hear that, I keep thinking, like, oh, man, that sounds like the three of us. Yeah. Uh, Don't let the days go by, but we have. We we, we did do that. We're doing it right now. Make it all sad. (laughs) Oh, shitballs. Oh, man, great song. God, great song after great song. What is this, the fucking... This is 1996. God, what a great year. Number four, Collective Soul with The World I Know. 26 weeks on this chart, including four weeks at number one. Are we 
Yes, it's a good song. Great song. I learned recently that some Collective Soul fans refer to this as the Blue Album. And I'm sorry. There is only one. Stay in your lane, Blue Album. The Blue Album is Weezer's seminal debut. Yeah. Not this. No, this is not the Blue Album. No offense. None taken. Stay in your lane. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Collect the soul light four times. <laughs> the oh, first man. time with you. Yeah. In Austin. That was fun. Yeah, it was. Alright, we'll go ahead. Say goodbye to Collect the Soul. Yeah, man. Great song. Very right. soothing. We're to our top three here now. Oh my god. Holy shit. This is Pearl Jam with I Got Ed. Oh, is this on uh, um, No Code? No. No, this is on uh, Merkin Balls. It's a uh, two song EP. was released in conjunction with a Neil Young album that Pearl Jam featured on. Huh. Neil Young's on this song also. Yeah, I like this song. I like Pearl Jam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're a great band. And they, you know, they have a lot of different different stuff. They do. Yeah, they they got a wide variety of types of shit that they do. Nice fat catalog built over many years. Big fat ass catalog. <laughs> Fatter than fuck. I wonder if anyone in my family ever listens to these episodes. I, I, should I apologize for my incessant swearing? There's no time like the present. Well, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, oh, you did. Oh, you said it. Shit. You're sorry. No, I didn't mean it. Right. I, I love my family. 
If there's anyone in my family that's listening, particularly my cousin Jason, uh, I love you and I miss you. And I am always so very happy to see you. It makes me incredibly happy to see you and to see everyone. Uh, I also love my friends. What? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this is my friends. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Number two. Yeah, this song is fucking awesome. I love this song. It's awesome. This is on the uh, album One Hot Minute. One Hot Minute. Featuring Dave Navarro. Now, the band Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, they, uh, they, they released, it was commercially successful, uh, but they were not proud of this record. I think they still kind of see it as a bit of a stain among their discography. And I want to tell uh, the band this. Hey, guys, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, this is a great album. In fact, the shit that you've been putting out for a couple years now, um, your last album sucked. Um, the album with uh, Can't Stop, that album was shit. Stadium Arcadium, great album. This oh, yeah. album is awesome. Aeroplane is a fucking awesome song. This is an awesome song. Uh, there's a bunch of really cool songs on this record. You guys, stop being bitches. Just because John Frusciante's now on it, you know what? Fuck you, John Frusciante. You decided to go and become a heroin act for a little bit. And you want to know something? You should have died. You should have. Dude, what a stupid fucking... Lo- I'm, I'm just saying, this band's making me a worse guitar player. This band's... I'm just super... Dude, fuck you. You're, you. You know what, John Frusciante? You were a little, little bitch baby brat. And you left the band, and they put out a fucking fantastic record without your dumb ass. So stupid. People get so crazy about the Chili Peppers. Fuck them. They haven't put out a great record since One Hot Minute. Uh, they have. Nah. Californication. Yeah, that was a great record. Never mind. <laughs> Twenty-six weeks on the chart, including four weeks at number one. One Hot Minute went two times platinum. Their sixth album. Yeah, it's a really great record. Okay, Mike. I consider it to be fucking awesome. The Time is Upon Us, number one. What is number one? Do you still like this song? (laughs) (laughs) I remember there was a time when I fucking loved this song. Cumbersome, Seven Mary Three. Thirty-five weeks on the chart, four weeks at number one. You know, when I hear this song, it's I don't change it. I, I let it play. Yeah. I let it play, and I'm just like, dude, I remember where I was when I fucking heard this shit, dude. Do you know where I was? I'll tell you. Where were you? It was raining. We were in the car. Me and Andrew Savage, his dad was driving us to the movie theaters to see Titanic. Nice. 
Um, hold on. I might be incorrect. It was either Titanic or Beavis and Butthead do America. It was one of those. And here's the thing. We we, we snuck into Beavis and Butthead. We, we, we uh, purchased tickets for a PG movie, only to sneak into the PG-13 Beavis and Butthead do America. Now, this song played. It was raining. And I can't remember which movie. We, it was one of those two movies, Titanic or Beavis and Butthead. We were in Andrew's dad's Toyota Avalon. I'm going to go ahead and say it was Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Just feels right. Oh, we snuck into that motherfucker. That's the best part of the song right there. That's the, that's the best part. <laughs> that's the part when I first heard that. I was like, oh, dude, this song fucking rocks. <laughs> You know what? Reminds me of a Kenny Wayne Shepherd song. Blue on Black? A little bit. Yeah, Blue on Black's a great song. But it has blues licks in there that a fucking eight-year-old could play. Okay, well. I mean, he he's not in competition with you. He's a oh, famous there is, no, there would be guitar no, there player. There's no competition. He's a I can play better in my renowned. fucking living room. And he can play on the stage in front of. He's thousands. on every top list of guitarists I've ever seen. <laughs> that's uh, that's tr- not true. Yeah, no, it can't <laughs> be true. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. I don't find Kenny Wayne Shepherd to be that great a guitar player at fucking all. But I'm a total asshole, so who knows? Well, I'll go ahead and say this is from Seven Mary Three's platinum second album, American Standard. There it is, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, 1991 is brought to you by Digitech Jam Man, the little dongle that goes from your iPhone to a uh, quarter inch or a, what is that, an eighth inch input? I don't know. One of those. By a Macintosh computer. MacBook Pro. By various cables. The Apogee Duet. A couple different brands of microphones. Yeah, a couple of them. Uh, a, uh, Microphone stands. Yeah, a couple, a couple mic stands. <laughs> uh, some headphones, Sony headphones. Sony headphones, absolutely. Sony headphones. We were brought to you by Seltzer Water. Whether it's in a cup of ice or in a popping can, uh, we're brought and to you. tonight, we're brought to you by Jack in the Box Stoner Menu, the yeah, Munchy Meals. the Munchy Meals, late night Munchy Meals. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, go to your local Jack in the Box, check it out. But I'll tell you what, my skin on my hands is irritated. My face is itchy. I'm incredibly thirsty. My right eye is twitching and watering, and I'm sure that it's from the fucking food that I just ate. I'm gonna feel like shit tomorrow. Uh, I won't sleep it up. Sleep it up. I'm gonna sleep it. I don't have to wake up. I don't have to go to work till. Fuck! I'm serving tables. Oh man! I hate fucking serving tables, mostly because I hate the guests and I hate several of the other servers. Uh, really, just because they have nothing 
interesting to say their lives are so mundane and stupid and boring and they talk about the stupidest fucking shit and they're not interesting people and they just they must be completely unaware of themselves some of them are really wonderful people though that i love very much and i'm happy and fortunate to work with um but some of them i fucking hate if any of you are listening i'll let let you guys decide which which one of uh uh, which one of you is just fucking dis- despicable? There are several. There's a there's a, a couple of handfuls. It's probably of it's probably you. It's probably me. I'm probably the, no the no no one. not you. I'm talking to the if they're listening. Oh, if they're listening, it's yeah, definitely not you. It's you. It's you. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um. No. Yeah. Now I gotta go fucking serve tables. I'd rather bartend. I'd much rather do that. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. Wow. That was a really, really great chart. Yeah. That I was mean, mostly enjoyable. We had... Not a lot last of Last week, we had Foo Fighters. We had... Yeah. Uh, didn't Ruth, we have... Ruth, yeah, we, Blues we had, Traveler. We had Green Day, Brain Stew, we did, didn't we? we yeah, fuck yeah. More ACDC. More Alice in Chains, the Presidents of the United States of America. Yeah. The I, Beatles. The Beatles. Dude, you know what? This this like top 40, 40 to number one was great. In fact, I'd actually be willing to say that there were more good songs on forty to twenty one than there Maybe. were on twenty to twenty. I think I think I that know. there was more exciting shit in the late uh, the later part uh, of the chart. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. I mean, cumbersome by seven or three. That just like this was also we're, we're kind of getting into the time when there were albums that were coming out that were fucking terrible, but they would have like one good song. Right, right, right. And come like seven Mary three. I'm sorry, but that that was yeah. one of those albums. Yeah, that song is what they were. Yeah, no, um, they were nothing else. There was the Water's Edge, but that was a shitty song. You remember that I one? The other hit. I don't remember right now. I don't. I uh. So forgettable. Down to the water's edge. Oh, okay. Something, something, but I saw who did. Right. I can't remember, but it was fucking terrible. It was not good. It was kind of like the song Sister by the Nixons, oh, that, that yeah. Dallas band. Yeah. That was you a, know what? That we, if we had done one week later, we would have played that song. Really? Yeah. What number would it have been? Uh, it was in the you know lower part of the chart. Really? Be- between 40 and 35. Yeah, no. It's, yeah, if I had gone one week later, we would have played that song. It's a good song, but the rest of the album is fucking terrible. Uh-huh. It's kind of like Mar- actually, I uh, used to like that song, but I don't like it anymore. I can't like, I can't sit through it. It's just the way the guy sings it. I just can't bear with it anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think I, they were from the Dallas. sentiment of the song and stuff. Yeah, I think so too. And they had a great song, a later, uh, much later. 2000 2001 yeah called blackout do you know that song no it's like totally different it's like a poppier kind of like i don't know hard to describe kind of power pop yeah and um like nickelback no you know what we, we played nickelback let's yeah let's 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 just for just for kicks what are we gonna play now more nickelback we're play, no we're puddle of mud Oh, you know what? I think though I looked recently. Three Days this Grace song Chevelle? by the Nixon. Some other which shitty we were just talking band? about. Oh my god, Mike! I hope we play Stained. Down? Oh man, you're just thinking. It, you're we getting all dis- happy thinking about Nickelback. Are, are we, we going to play Disturbed? Oh, dude, my brother Andrew is going to see Disturbed 
next Why? weekend. <laughs> um, a, a friend really wanted him to go with them, so he is. Yeah, it's going to be nice fucking person. terrible. I know. I know. <laughs> He's oh not super God. excited, but I mean, you know, that's gonna it's suck. a free concert for him. So. Jesus. Right, well, just give me one second here. I'm going to search on YouTube for the Nixon's Blackout because it's not on Apple Music. It's not on Apple Music. Well, I thought we were going to listen but to But I like this song because it references Nickelback? Uh, Tom Petty and the Cars. Oh. Is this it? This is it. Like right now? Well, oh, oh, there's a little, you know, music video BS in the beginning here. What oh, no. What got going on? Oh, no. <laughs> like right now? Right now. It's immediately completely different. I yeah. know. like more in the vein of like Marvelous 3 Freak of the Week yeah. yeah this is way better than Sister yeah here we go listen to this line Awesome. I like how you didn't mention that they mentioned Gene Simmons because you, you no, hate him yeah, so yeah, fucking Gene, much. Gene Simmons is he's, he's an alright guy. He's a dirtbag. Nah, he's a pretty cool guy. He's had a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not terrible. Yeah, I was like, I always like this song, but like nobody else ever seemed to really know it. I think too much time went by. Maybe you know, even if you have a hit song, it's like, well, you can't really let too much time go by unless it's a really fucking strong hit, and and or you're sure that you're going to be able to do it again. Like how Train puts out a big hit and then they don't do anything for ten years. Train. And they had um, Meet Virginia, and then yeah, they had Drops, Drops of Jupiter, Jupiter, which was like seven years Soul later. Sister. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the only band that's able to, I don't know, well, maybe others, but but they take a long fucking break before they release another hit single. Well, maybe they should just take a permanent break and never release anything again. I'd be fine with that. Fuck Train. All right. We got we to gotta end on something positive. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I hope you've been cracking your mirror in the morning by telling yourself positive things, loving yourself and loving those around you. Seven um, years bad luck though. Yes, or but if you, you do it by your mirror. own power of positivity, it's seven years fantastic godlike luck. All right. Um so don't 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 break a mirror out of hatred. Break it out of passion and love for yourself and for others. Folks, help people out. Um help yourself out. 
uh, don't drink too much soda. Don't drink too much anything. Don't be a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't go judging people for smiling at Native Americans. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't, don't don't just fucking blindly judge people. You might be right. You might be wrong. The, the, the people in the photo might be hateful. Maybe they don't. Who knows? Um, Once let's, again, let's, no uh, comment. No, yeah, no. I, I don't have a comment either. I have no idea. I have, I've read all <laughs> kinds of shit about that stupid fucking bullshit. Who cares? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I hope that both of the people in whatever photo anywhere, anywhere is um, just trying to have a good day and hope that everyone else around them has... Folks, let's stop the outrage. It's getting, us, it's getting us nowhere. It's getting us nowhere. Um, I'm very negative a lot of times. I don't want to do that. Uh, folks, I love you. Adam loves you. We love Gosh, you all. Love. love yourselves. We cannot wait to talk to you again uh, and do this again next week and God, for the foreseeable future. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking amazing night and an amazing day and an amazing week. Love you so much. Good night.